You are now listening to the Fight, Fights Like a Girl, Girl podcast with Big Fridge and GQ Smooth. Not the tail, it's GQ Smooth, that's GQ underscore S-M-0-O-T-H on IG. And this is another rendition of the Fights Like a Girl podcast. Of course, I got my main man with me. What up? What up, what up? It's Fridge. You can see me on Instagram, Facebook, with my Fridge need them all that can on. Or you can catch me at 48toshort at gmail.com directly. Or you can go to the Fight like a Girl, Fights Like a Girl podcast website. Get at us. We still working on that, but it'll be launched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be launched correction, we're working. correction, correction. So the thing we're talking about today is rather simple. When I hear older people like myself, I used to be the young guy, now I'm the old guy, talk about the young generation, they feel like it's over for the black race because the young people simply don't give a fuck about nothing. So... <laughs> That's the question for just posed to the floor. Since we got a minor here, I won't call her by her name. We'll call her uh, Green Eyes 1000. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> really gave somebody a code name out of nowhere. Kind of good at that. You know what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, how you? How do you? Is how old are you now, baby? Sixteen. How does a sixteen year old feel about a statement such as that? And be honest, your mom ain't nowhere around. What do you really think? <laughs> He tried to set me up for failure. Not at all. I got your back. I mean, for the most part, it's super true. Just looking at students in my school, like, they don't care about their education. They come to school to set trash cans on fire and smoke weed in bathrooms. Nobody cares about their education. Okay, ever. see, now, now I, can, I can really get into that statement. Because, <laughs> like... Do you think it's the location of the school? Is this going on at private schools in your mind? Like, is this... Or is it demographics? I feel like that kind of stuff happens everywhere. But, I mean, the news only show you what they want you to know. Mm. I'll give you that. But do you think it's more prone to happen in, um, like, a Colum- uh, public school versus, like, a private or a charter or... One of those parochial schools, yeah. It probably do depend on the location when you say it like that. But it's just certain students at certain schools who are willing to do anything. And when you say anything, like, what what do you mean by anything, like... When I say anything, I mean, like, anything, like, we've got people having coitus under stairwells. Good word, coitus. Yeah. It's <laughs> one of my favorite words. Uh, they've set trash cans on fire for the past three years straight. Is this, like, a senior prank kind of thing? No, or? it's middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. You're, like, eight. Why? <laughs> You're, like... 13. <laughs> <laughs> and then it it's just everything is out of control. It, it's too much for me. Mm. So like do you think that like homeschooling is like a productive kind of thing for no. a parent to do? No. 
Why not? Because your child acts the way they act because that kind of stuff starts at home. If you were disciplined at home, you wouldn't act that way in school. Mm. Okay, we got a 16-year-old in here dropping gems. I'm going to have to drop a bomb. Drop that motherfucker. That's crazy. Like, a lot of people don't think like that. Like, I mean, it's just such a trying time, like high school years. It's like a trying time. So it's like... A lot of room for growth and self-expression and just, like, finding yourself in general. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I guess how... What, what advice would you give? in the most legal way. Right. Okay, then. Why, why though? Because they all say, like, you got to get it out while you're young, while you don't have a record, I, I mean, guess. But if you I'm not saying too much nobody. getting out, you might be in jail before you can even get to where you're trying to go. But... Alright, with that, I would say I'm going to direct this to a fridge. Mm. Do you think um, people who don't have their fun in their younger years are more prone to have a midlife crisis? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, actually. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'm at the midlife stage and I done did so much and I got locked up for 25 years. So from, I started selling dope in like 1987 was a fool a little bit before that. So, I mean, from there to 19, you know, I experienced so much that I don't see one coming down the pike for me because I'm not impressed by, you know, bitches, cars, money. None of that impressed me no more because once you done did all that times 10, you don't even give a shit. But if you suppress that thing, yeah, I think it comes back to bite you in your ass. That's what I love about you and my son is that y'all were young in y'all's time. I'm happy about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy. I wasn't young in my time, but I was young and I was stupid. So, it's the same. It balances itself out for real. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think that's the case, right? I would say, like, if you have to give... I'll go both of y'all. If you have to give somebody a checklist, I guess, mm -hmm. of, like, fun activities to complete prior to turning 50, mm -hmm. what activities would you put on the list? Oh, uh, well, we got a 16-year-old this month. <laughs> Get drunk. Smoke a lot of weed. Uh-huh. Shoot somebody. <laughs> Took it gangster. I had to. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah. shot. <laughs> no. no. I just no. want to see what it feel like. What? It hurts. It burns. I've seen that happen many a time. No. Uh-uh, no, no, no. Go skydiving. What the fuck? I don't do that I really bad. A lot of people ain't got that coin to do that one. Yeah, but fuck the coin, dude. Well, I'm a, I'm a fat motherfucker, so me and gravity don't get along, <laughs> so it just don't make no sense me jumping out of plane. It's, what's going on? I mean, me? the average skydive is like three to, like, what, three to five, three to ten seconds? Yeah, it's ridiculous. For, like, what, 70,000 feet? Something like that. Yeah. You can fact check me. Something like that, though. But it's just the stupidest thing on the planet. That means just jump out of a fucking plane. If it's your time to go, it's your time to on go. On a piece of nylon? Give me something better. Give me something better than that. My nigga need a double parachute. No, I need a quad. <laughs> no, they don't have a parachute for me, motherfucker. I'm not even going to try them people, but if that's what you say. Damn, is there a weight limit? It I better even, be. I didn't even think about that. The you fuck? might fall faster. No. They might just take you up a little bit higher. Yeah, a little higher. You still, a little higher. Nah, but no, gravity is gravity. Everything, a piece of paper and a rock falls at the same time, I think, from the same building. But it's just the weight distribution. An egg and a watermelon, yeah. Same time. Yeah. But the paper will go, you know, seem to go slower because it's paper. It's catching more wind drag, but if you turn it sideways, it falls straight down. Same time as a penny, same time as anything else. What falls faster, a pound of feathers or a pound of motherfucking hay? Still a pound, right? That's right. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay. Yeah. But so. what? Okay. So what would your checklist consist of? Like prior to being fifty, to avoid a midlife crisis. To avoid a midlife crisis, it would be you know a whole bunch of freak shit. I'm not going to say in front of uh, <laughs> Green Eyes One Thousand. Cooties. Yeah. Hey, net, but hey, we came out. Hey, I avoided cooties, but that was the nineties. I mean, they got blue waffles now, so I wouldn't advise yeah, you it. Go with that. Shit. That is not real. I don't give a shit. Everybody, they say everybody run around with herpes, so it's the same thing to me, God damn it. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? But skeezing on a high level, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I don't even let no person sneeze in my direction with no hurt. Praise God, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no doubt about that, you know what I'm saying? You have to get so motherfucking high till you black out. I advise a person to go slam dance or to go in a mosh pit one good time. I've been in a couple What's of those. A slam dance? Slam dance is a mosh pit without the pit, really. You know what I'm saying? You just beating the shit out of each other and oh, listen to yeah, some motherfucking yeah. old white boy ass I shit. moshed. Moshed. That, yeah. that, I will say, I will put that as one of my highlights. Mm-hmm. I have moshed yeah, at yeah. Rock on the Range mm-hmm. with corn. Mm-hmm. I've crowd surfed. 100 hands on me, passing mm-hmm. me like I that. Not that. I, will, I, will, I will say Crowd that. surfing yeah. is fun. Yeah. Dancing, I mean, just really, really. Like, I done, I done danced with some of the finest motherfuckers that Combs ever had and shit. And I just, uh, you know, partying hard as fuck with no reservations. What is, what about the anti-socials? Well, party in your house alone by yourself. Yes. Go hard in the mouth. Throw a party. Throw a party close with a whole bunch of just stand around and look at each other hard That's as fuck. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? I have two friends. We're going to kick it here. I'm going to have the time of my life. Let's do it. I had two friends growing up too. They went to trial with me and every goddamn thing. But at the same time, we kicked it hard than a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Go out, go hard, man. I mean, when you, man, let your motherfucking hair down and really. That's why I stopped going to clubs after I had my son. Because it comes to a point where you can't even go to the club because it's a shootout and then all this old shit. And I'm in the middle of this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, no. You know, go to the bar with the old niggas and old ass bitches. Where you can dance. What you say, baby? That's the only thing that bothers me. That's why I would never go to no club. Ah, why can't we just have a good time? No club. To the damn why can't club. you just have a good time and kick it without nobody having no beef or feeling me to pull out to a gun? Yeah. Throw I mean, hands with me. If you get beat up, you get beat up. You can catch another round, you feel me? But you ain't got without no gun. Just saying. That just made you look like a pump. Sometimes. I mean, this ain't no fighting there no more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers. Have you seen these little dudes fight? Oh my God. Look like a cat drowning. I want my round with Everybody. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's because you know your mama's a goon, but that's that's another story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My mom was fighting people. Let's bring, bring it, it back me. full yeah, circle, guys. All right. So I guess uh, I would say travel. Is oh, yeah. One thing that you you guys both missed because it's like <clears throat> you'll never forget those. Look at the sirens. <laughs> you'll never forget those. Oh, we're uh, in the hood. Don't get that far. <laughs> You'll never forget those experiences and building those memories, like you know. So I would say travel. Yes. Um, I agree I was, with the partying. I was butt naked under the sun in Puerto Rico <laughs> once. Oh, nothing feel better than your whole body covered in sunlight. You know what I'm saying? Sweating. That, yeah, that's mm. crazy. That's something I do. So new beach, oh. but that don't. Like no, no, no. I was in a closed little. Uh, it was a resort type shit. You know what I'm saying? Over in San Juan. And I mean, you know what I'm saying, you know, it wasn't no passport required and nothing like that. And I mean, it just was a, a filthy, filthy, filthy time. You know what I'm saying? But you should be butt naked outside at least once in your life with the sun all over your body. So we going streaking. 
Y'all disgust me. In the, yeah. No, no, no. You need to be there. Just let the sun. You need to be somewhere where it's you private, you know what I'm saying, and the sun is just on you, you know what I'm saying? You can just feel all that glory on you, you know what I'm saying? Just one time in your life. It's a beautiful thing. So you know should you be like, I was having this uh, discussion with one of my very close friends, just like, in regard actually to your sister's um, YouTube channel. She's like, oh, she's in college. She's in one of the most, like, Perfect party schools in America, and her pot. And she's like, her podcast is not as ignorant as it needs to be. <laughs> she's like, I'm actually disappointed because it's not as ignorant. The so, last like, time I should went, we be there ignorant? Literally, people jumping off roofs. Yes. Off the of crack, off of everything. Like, yeah, I, I party down there before. Lies. So we and they burned the town down. Ignorant as possible, not in a racist sense, but just like in a free type of way. Yeah, you gotta let that shit out because in my lessons we're taught that man is truth and falsehood strangely mixed, and it's the God's honest truth. You know, the only devil a person need to be redeemed from is not some little red motherfucker in the middle of the earth, but the inside of self, right? And you got to exercise. That little evil part of your ass from time to time. If you don't, goddammit, I mean, it's going to get you. Okay, so they say live, like, you know, and have no regrets. But, like, you can do some real regretful things when you like, not thinking about it. Yeah, and that's what's wrong with the justice system now. Because ain't no way in hell a 17, 18, 19-year-old should go to jail for life for some shit he really wasn't cognizant of. He didn't realize the ramifications of his things. Keep in mind, the United States government wants you in the military at 18 because you're still malleable. You can still be molded and shaped, you see? So, therefore, you shouldn't have to do life. And the sad part about it is, like uh, Green Eyes 1000 said, is that the children in this particular area of Columbus, Ohio, are, and all over the nation, you know, the hood, are doing shit, right, that their white counterparts are doing, but are not crucified in the same manner. So, I guess my question next would be, like, what would be the age where you should be trialed as an adult? Oh, well, you know, I think that you should be fully adult. What age were you fully conscious of everything that you've done? I say, for me, maybe 23. You know what I'm saying? I say 22, I was close. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to get an inch closer to the 20s. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're still in your teens and shit, you do shit. Because, like you said earlier... You know, when you young, you highly emotional. When I was young, I was passionate about everything. Art, science, girls, blah, blah, blah. Everything was passionate. Everything was emotional. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, now when you get a little bit older and shit, gray areas start popping up. Like, oh, well, you know, we gotta let that slide. Because you find out that life is to be lived, you know, sometime in between the lines. Sometimes you got a fence walk. It happens, you know. But white supremacy doesn't allow it, which, uh, which brings me back full circle to the beginning of this thing, right? So why is it that us as so-called black people, we feel like this generation is the one that puts us in the toilet, even though they don't have the full spread? Because you got some highly conscious, we got one right here now, highly conscious brothers and sisters out there, and they're very young, you know what I'm saying? But why is it that white people, I said white people, 48 gmail.com, fuck you. <laughs> white people do the same shit yet they still growing up to hold offices to run this country where we still fill the penitentiaries what's the difference how is this happening they do the same fucked up bullshit as a matter of fact a white worse, kids is man. worse 
know what I'm saying? Because you want to talk about, yeah, because you want to talk about all these, uh, well, they brought a gun to school, they shot the young one 15-year-old black kid, shot another one. But shit, that's cool, you know what I'm saying? It happens, and I'm not saying it's cool. It happens, it's understandable. We know why it happens. But then you got Columbine, you got all these other white motherfuckers doing the same motherfucking shit. But when they come in, they shoot 40. So they basically making up the whole motherfucking quarter in just one whop, goddammit. And that's funny that you said it because, like, just based on statistics, mm-hmm. I want to say black people doing stuff, something like that is like 1%, something, something like that. Yeah. It's a very, very low, and y'all could correct me. It's, it's been a while since I've looked at that stat, but, you know, it's a very, very, very low number. Mm-hmm. And also, I will even throw women in there, white and black, that's still, like, 1% or 2%. So it's usually the white male who will commit a mass shooting. So. Cause I know they ain't getting in no trouble for that. And I'll also say just from doing like just general research, um, something about like suicide, like white youth commit suicide. Their rates are like way higher than blacks when black people are typically more oppressed Mm -hmm. which is also something i um, found very interesting too so and why why do you think that is like why if if i guess whites compared to blacks they say have more privilege and a better structure within life and more opportunities why are they the ones committing suicide at the highest rate well keep in mind i kind of work in this field so suicide rates amongst us are rising uh exponentially but at the same time the slave doctrine right we coming through the transatlantic holocaust we were taught that killing yourself is not the answer and massa taught people by way of ripping us in half raping our sisters and mamas in front of us raping the men and the women and the children and all that shit sons off by whatever means tar feather uh you know castration hanging burning alive that you don't fuck up this money by killing yourself. Because it comes a time where somebody say, I'd rather be dead than live in this fucking lane too. Because back then, you know, slavery, once you see on TV, everybody have all pants and shoes and shirts. Most times on the plantation, it was, nigga, you going to take a shirt or you going to take some pants? Now, which one you want to cover your shame, motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? So they taught us and we taught each other not to commit suicide by any means that we are to go through the struggle. It goes, everything that's wrong with us is tethered to a slave ship, you know, and I can pretty much prove all that. Even when it goes back to jumping off the ship, because keep in mind that the sharks in the Atlantic Ocean still follow the trails of the slave ships because that's where their best meals was coming for. They still follow those trails today over around the Bermuda Triangle and all that shit. It's sick, you know what I'm saying? And so we came up with the concept that we can't keep killing ourselves and expect to overcome this shit. We're going to have to resist. We're going to have to fight no matter what. So that's where the concept is, why the suicide rates are much higher, even though we deal with much more. And keep in mind that white people don't sell other white people 40 ounces, crack pipes, loose cigarettes, and all this old bullshit in corner stores. You don't see that. As soon as they took my neighborhood from us and threw our ass in jail, they got rid of every corner store. Because they're not tolerating that shit. you never seen a, a, a 40-ounce bottle in Groveport when you went to go see the homie, I mean, go see family in Groveport. You don't see that. So we self-medicate to take away the pain. So Doesn't everybody, I mean. though? Would you say more white use uh, drugs well, and Statistically, blacks? yeah. Statistically, yeah, without a shot of a doubt. I mean, I feel like we're at a point where everybody's pretty much doing well, weed. Black people but... got their weed. 
But like as far as the meth and heroin and all the other stuff, um, yeah. well, even with the epidemic, you know what I'm saying? White people, they at the forefront right now. I'm about to get paid. They at the forefront yeah. right now because uh, as soon as they start going through a thing, it's you know it's you know it's a crisis, not an epidemic. It's a crisis, and legislation got to be passed. You know what I'm saying? Jail sentences got to be short. Rehab centers need to be open. You know what I'm saying? So it's a different era, a different animal. So my thing is, though, is why is it, though, and nobody answered the question, why is it that children are children, no matter what race, what color, but yet our children aren't growing up to run this country, but yet the white children who go to these parochial schools grow up and run this country? I'd say part of that is, like, also, it's not what you know; it's who you know, mm-hmm. uh, in a sense. Because you if you me. if you keeping the power within a certain realm of individuals, then that's who is like. Even though it's a democracy and we're not passing down powerful positions, in a sense, we still are passing down powerful positions. Your dad worked, you know, in Congress. Mm-hmm. It probably would be way easier for you to slide into Congress just for. Having those connections, like it's still in a sense, can be tied to like a generational curse, mm-hmm. because this is like if y'all not going, y'all gonna keep blackballing me out, and it's like I gotta work ten times harder to get where you at just because you know a guy who know a guy who know a guy. Right. So I would say that would probably be one of the main reasons, and to me, even though white people are more prevalent in those. Um, kind of positions like blacks can slide in there too so I mean but the problem is blacks another slave identity when they get in there what do they do for so called other blacks it depends on what you're talking about because you have the uh, quote unquote house nigga Mm. who is going to uh, do what they have to do to appease the opinions of their uh, white colleagues. Mm -hmm. So they don't want to go too far left with their views because they don't want to be looked at as an outsider when you're already pretty much the outsider just for the color of your skin. But the difference between a house nigga and somebody who plays the game to get in is that when the house nigga has the opportunity to hire another minority, they don't do it. Or they Based might off do a it. name or something. Like, yeah, you know, know it's something, something that's simple yeah. because they, like I said, it goes back to not wanting to look like, present yourself like you're you're for all of this and then have your brethren turn against you mm-hmm. and you risking your position. And they're like, oh, we didn't vote you in for this because we thought you was this way. You know what I mean? Like, so I see, and at the end of the day, Without, like, with excluding race, I will say, like, the majority of people are here for themselves. They're here for self-gain. Because at the end of the day, you're born alone. You die alone. So you got to get it how you live. Like, I want want this. So I'm going to do this, this, and this to get to that point that I can have it and be comfortable in it. And I'm not going, if I have to, it's, it's, in a sense, it's like selling your soul, though. You know what I mean? But... If that's the life you want, that's the life you choose. And I, I'm i not faulting anybody for doing that because oh, at the end of the day, everybody is trying to get ahead. Everybody want to eat the best meals. Yeah, everybody want to live. Hey, at the same motherfucking Don't time. Don't nobody really want to be in a struggle? Somebody got to take it on the chin so the next generation don't. Niggas got to take it on the chin, but don't nobody want to take it on the chin. Why? Why? 
go 10 times harder when I don't have to? Why do all these other steps when I can skip the yeah, middle you man? sound just like, you know what I'm saying, John Smith and the other white supremacists, owners of Africans and shit. Why should I do all this shit when I can go grab these niggas over here so and, I can build a whole fucking country And that's what the it's nation the was, shit. yeah, that's what this nation was built same upon. Guy. So when the fuck does somebody are, stand up and say no more? It, we are, um, just like I say all the time, we are a, um... Microwave generation living in a crackpot world. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you, we want the results quick. We want the results uh, fast as we can get it. And that, like I said, that's excluding race. You can even look at the dope game and think of that. Like, okay, I'm going to cut the middleman and hit a lick. I'm going to kick a nigga's door in. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying. Like, I guess I just don't think about it that way. I feel like if I'm putting in the work to get it, I will feel better when it's done. And a lot of people don't have that self-motivator or that self-worth to care about the reaping the benefits of seeing your work grow. Because it's just like, I want it now and I don't care how I got to get it. I'm going to step on. I'm not taking my foot off nobody's neck until I get what I want. And even then, I'm still not. So so let me bring this full circle again. You know what I'm saying? And this is the difference between an us and a them, Right. Our generation may be losing itself, maybe not losing itself because they don't get publicized. The conscious ones don't get publicized. You wouldn't have heard of Green Eyes 1000 had she not been on fights like a girl, in her opinion. She's still a young child. Some people call her even a fucking baby. You know what I'm saying? But she's a young lady, you know what I'm saying, who's, who know what time it is. And it can get, you know, a lot more intelligent. But at the end of the day, let's talk about the Bushes for a second. So I read an article in, uh, not GQ Magazine, what's the other one? So I'd have read so many goddamn. It'll come to me, right? But they basically talked about the Skull and Bones organization and nepotism, right? Which is what America is really founded on. The Bilderbergs and all these other big names, you know what I'm saying, who who who's supposed to have built this country and shit, but they don't talk about motherfucking, you know, old Johnny Lee Walker and shit who built who built the White House with, with a pickaxe, right? So these people, the Bushes that I'm talking about right now, they were in Skull and Bones, which is a Yale University. Skull and Bones is a fraternity within a fraternity that only the elites, the so-called elites, go through. Prescott Bush was the great-grandfather of uh, George Bush, and the other George Bush was his, grand, his, 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 his great-grandfather, his grandfather and father and all that old shit, right? Going way back to the 30s, you got John Kerry in that joint. You got, was Clinton in that joint? Well, yeah, you had a bunch of prevalent uh, politicians in that joint right now. And keep in mind, that Skull and Bones, according to this article, article of Vanity Fair that I read, it basically says that if you go through this fraternity, the worst you can do is be a member of the CIA. You still getting in. Now, let's talk about George Bush, the last one who was in office. This idiot was it? You telling, you telling me this dude was fit to be president? He couldn't even read. This motherfucker couldn't even read. And that was another part of the like the trickle-down effect that I was talking about. Nepotism. Like, you see how his, even his brother, he was still in a powerful position within Florida. That's right. Pushed the vote for him. You know what I'm saying? He vacated uh, well, he, he vacated the mail-in ballots down there joint for his brother. It's to not, get him in office. It's not what you know and who you know. And I can contest to that. And that's um, part of one of the reasons why I joined a sorority. Um, you know what I mean? Like the, the networking, the connections is great to connect with like-minded people who are the same race. Mm-hmm. But like, you never know where certain people will put you. And even with me, like, 
I still have family members, like, you know, when our relatives is playing in a party. She right. like, dang, I can't find no DJ for a reasonable price. Right. And she like, I know you know somebody. I call my boy up real quick. Right. Can you do my uh, aunt's party real quick, bro? Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Only for you, though. Like, I'll throw in a light show, whatever. It's, it's all good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's just... I'm, I'm assuming in the dope game, it's going to be the same way. You got to be plugged in. You just got to be plugged in. You got to know the right people, shake the right hands, get your name out there. But it's just like, at what cost? That brings me back to that point where I was like, in this world, you're going to sell your soul in a certain aspect. Some, some sort of dynamic, you're going to sell your soul. But here's the cost, though. Here's the dynamic. When we're talking about it. Where in the hell is the so-called black nepotism? Because we bring each other up. We get a, we get a hoard of money. Then we're going to marry a white motherfucker. We drop dead. And another white motherfucking family is rich overnight. I would say, like... It's called motherfucking generational poverty. That's how this shit happens. I would say, uh, for the most part, I feel like within the black community, we don't... Uh, just because of the things that we see on TV as everybody else, as all the other races... Um, it paints an, us in a negative picture. Mm-hmm. So we have a negative depiction and we start feeding into that and believing that and um, trusting that uh, white face because we think they're more genuine or, you know, they can get us to where we need to go. Even if at the end of the day, anybody could fuck you over, mm-hmm. no matter the creed or the color of the skin. So, But that's not true because the whole thing about it is it comes a point where the creed means everything. Thank you for making my point for me. So when we talk about losing an entire generation, right, if our children have no respect, like all I hear now from you, my son, and the generation after the generations after me is, why we got to keep talking about slavery? Well, then why we got to keep talking about the Holocaust then? Ain't nobody brave enough to say that. Ah! Because at the end of the day, if you have no respect for your history, for your struggle, then you have no foundation for the future. You're going to dissipate and throw everything away. I'm saying eventually there'll come a time where that thing might not be relevant, but let it be not relevant when we all balling. Like this reparation argument. Ain't nobody concerned with reparations, but even the Japanese got reparations. Mm -hmm. The Chinese got reparations in the United States of America. But you can't get yours. We need to get past it. No motherfucker cut me my motherfucking check. I'm just saying with that... um what was my point I was going to make? Yeah, I'm um, about to make you no know, Yeah, I was. I was. No, I'm, no, not, no, I'm yeah, not saying that slavery point. was not important. I'm not saying that it should be forgotten because but that's, that's, see, that's I don't even like your out. tone because it's just too light. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> if we get to talking about motherfucker, if we get to talking about Hitler, you're going to talk about how much of a shithole he was. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all you see. Nonsense. <laughs> no, you would not. Motherfuckers got an utmost respect because motherfuckers like their job, so I probably won't have one for saying this shit, but whatever, goddammit. I'm just saying, at the end of the motherfucking day, you should have the same fervor and hatred for Hitler that you should for George Washington if you an African in America. He was rich because he, he, him and Martha owned over 320 of us. They didn't have cash back then like that. They had niggas. And they was raping them and all kind of shit, hunting them till they died. But we don't, hold up, but we don't know this, so we don't have an anger for that. But you know the history of Everything else and everybody else is struggling. We sympathize with that shit. And if you don't ground yourself in your history, then you can't pull the next generation up with a purpose. 
That's my point. This is why the parochial schools keep winning because they're not teaching you African history in motherfucking St. Vincent's. They teaching you the history of Europe in St. Vincent's and in Lyndon McKinley, Brookhaven, which used to be Brookhaven, whatever fuck school, East High School, whatever the fuck public school you went to. You ain't in that motherfucker learning about the real struggle. That's true. Because it might fuck around and make you fight with a purpose. I would say like it's just situational within that person. Um, I was having another conversation with one of our regular guests. Nani knows because you know she knows. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to plug it real quick. Word. But uh, she was just saying um, one of the discussions we were having this week was um, people don't do enough research regarding like history and where they came from and what shit was. You know what I mean? But at the same time... My thing to combat that statement was like, even if we were to do the research, Mm -hmm. humans are full of flaw and fallacy. So with that being said, just because it's written down doesn't necessarily make it true. Because from what I know and what I've seen people do is add barbecue sauce onto everything. Everybody like that, a little sauce for a little flavor. Mm -hmm. So like, even if it happened like this, like, Say you go uh, talk to your boy on the black. You be like, so boom, this is what happened. Right. It was me. I was by myself. It was a hundred niggas against me. Like, no, nah, bro, it was, it was three dudes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Like, so it's just like, at this point, it's like, who can you trust? Man. Christopher Columbus all over again. Thank you so very much. Because when we watch the movie 300, everybody just trusts. That these 300 held off all of Persia like that. And they died at the end. You telling me it was that glorious? You got me fucked up. The Persian Empire was done. Keep in mind, the Persians are Iranians. You know what I'm saying? Little bitty ass Iran are Persians. They converted to Islam, but them motherfuckers is Persians. They still around. You know what I'm saying? They still exist. But you telling me that this 300 was that cold, but they glorified the shit out of their movie. A whole bunch of motherfucking metrosexuals in their drawers. Fighting like a motherfucker. That's cool, you know what I'm saying? It is fervor. <laughs> all in y'all. Them motherfuckers was perfectly groomed. Them motherfuckers ain't had no hair on them and shit. It was glistening. It was, all of them had six pack. Oh, that's great, you know what I'm saying? You tell me they ain't had no fat motherfuckers in the Greek army. That's cool. I can, I can get with you on that. But my whole thing is, yeah, everybody put a little sauce on it. Everybody put it because history is always overwritten. Over glorified. So it's and like, we, how can you trust that if you not really sticking true to the story? But the thing about it is, you know, like yeah, some things that happened, but like how bad was the something that happened? Yeah, man, and and that's what's pissing me off about your tone is because you question that how bad this something happened. You talking about yourself? But well, let's talk about a concentration camp. How bad did that happen? Now make light of that motherfucker. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. I, I shit. bet you. I bet the fuck you don't. I'm saying shit is always. I bet you throughout, won't. Throughout history, shit has but always. But you making real up. light of your own motherfucking situation, and I'm, I'm saying, not. hold on, hold on, hold up. The, hold up. The sixteen year old got a word All to right, say. I hold off. I understand, like knowing your past in order to move on to the future, but you can't expect us to understand and feel the same way. That y'all did going through that. Is it like, we didn't go through that with you, so don't expect me to have the same emotion or feelings towards that. And one of the reasons why they fight against you seeing it, let's talk about the Nat Turner movie for a second. Right? He was cold. Yeah. He was cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, ain't no doubt about that. You know what I'm saying? But when, they, when the movie came out, what happened? Dude said he went to the movie in Delaware, asked for a ticket to see Nat Turner. They said it was sold out. So they bought another ticket, crept up in there. It's on, it's online. Went up in that joint. The movie theater was empty. You know what I'm saying? They brought dude's pass up. Dude had a, was on a case with a rape case. He yeah. beat it. He was not guilty. 
They destroyed this dude's whole career mm -hmm. over the Nat Turner story. And why is that? Because Nat Turner woke up one day, he said, well, Jesus said, kill these white motherfuckers. Right? We cannot have that motherfucking conversation right now today in America. And why? Right. Because when you see the history, right? When you see it written in, like they said, when they had this movie called Birth of America, mm -hmm. right? He Birth said, of a Nation? Birth of a Nation, excuse me. No, I'm talking about the first Birth of a Nation was about the Ku Klux Klan. Okay. And one president said like, it was like history written in, in lightning. It was degrading to us. When you see your history on wax, you ain't going to do nothing but get upset. Because keep in mind, now you don't feel what the ancestors felt. But keep in mind, you call them slaves. You got to stop calling our people slaves. They were enslaved. You steal them. Yes. They live inside of you. And when you see those images, you're going to get hot. Just like when Obama ran for president and won something and you felt good. You knew this motherfucker wasn't about to help you. But if you felt good because your ancestors inside of you said, damn, we made it to the highest office and, that we built with our bare hands. And it shouldn't have, honestly, it shouldn't have taken that long. No, nah, hell fucking no. We're in 2019 at this point. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty sad. But with, uh, with that, I will say also, like... Nobody ever wants to take a hard look at their wrongdoings, no matter, even if you, like, stole some candy from the store and got caught from it, like, that's not a story that you would tell. Everybody is the hero in we their own story, like, yeah. you know what I mean? But I Everybody wants to be you painted to tell, in this no, no, But I need you to tell the American media that, because they keep talking about how bad your kids is. These niggas, all they do is shoot each other. It's a whole bunch of beautiful, young, black, so-called black African-American, whatever the fuck you want to call them children around here, one of them is sitting across from me that's doing the right motherfucking thing. When are they highlighted? Without a football in their motherfucking hand. It's without a soccer ball in their hand. Without a motherfucking volleyball in their goddamn hand. Or a basketball, man or female. When are they highlighted? They are few not. It's and far between, and that's why it, it sucks to say, but you're going to have to work ten times harder no matter the situation because um, faced up against any other race, um, I'm just going to say white. Um, yeah, that's It is what it is. You just you got to play the game or you got to change the game. And if you change the game, you got to be ready for those repercussions that's going to come with it, even if you're not even doing anything that's bad. Like, you know what I mean? People don't like change in America. That's why we have a lot of uh, conservatives. We, we have a whole political ideology oh based upon conservatism. Like, now you're going to you make me go and defend these goddamn Trump supporters. <laughs> Which I'm still glad Trump is in office because he's separating us. Not because he's brilliant. Fuck Trump. But he's making motherfuckers participate in this thing we call democracy. Anyway... When you talk like that, you're pissing me off a little bit as usual, you know what I'm saying? But you, ugh, God damn it! Matter of fact, we need to wrap this shit up. So, <laughs> let's ask the 16-year-old, do you have anything you need to say? Because we just ran over your little ass. Okay, cool, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Great. She, you great. are great. You're, you're super great. She's going to grow and do great. I think we got to ask somebody this young, like, direct questions. I feel like this is a generation that's just very direct, very straight to the point. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like they'll tell you what they think, but you got to ask a specific kind of question. But the problem answer. with this generation is this generation don't read. I'll ask you a question. Why does white supremacy work so well? I don't know. And that's the fucking problem. That's why we're losing our generations. This has been a fight like a girl podcast. My name is the Refrigerator Nut Grader, and my coach. Oh, oh, we <laughs> you want to build up? upon why it works so well? I'm like, just saying that's it right there. 
why does white supremacy act so, work so well? And because she said, I'm uneducated. Thank you. <laughs> Your generation don't read. Your generation read with the font. What's on the phone? Myself as a part of this generation, I'm actually trying to learn and get somewhere. Yeah, but you can't ask how, a simple question. How do you find the real facts and not the ones that are uh, cookie cutted? Oh, and see, rainbows? that's the whole thing about it. Like I've read a lot of white literature. Like I've read, you know, how America was built and blah blah blah. Like I've read the words of uh, uh, uh what's the king, uh, uh, Jefferson Davis, right? He's supposed and dude was an intelligent dude. I hate to say that, but Jefferson Davis was intelligent. He was, you know, president of the Confederacy at that particular time. And, you know, he was a piece of shit, but he was smart. You know what I'm saying? So you read the reason why they keep writing books about George Washington, the reason why they keep writing multiple books about Thomas Jefferson and his bitch ass, or multiple books about Benjamin Franklin's down the other, so that you can read them and put together a storyline of your own to draw a particular conclusion, okay? But if so much is a secret within our society today, like you mentioned earlier, we have secret societies, right. and you, um, the 16-year-old, uh, mentioned earlier, like, they only show us what they want us to see. So how do you dig and get that information that might be true? Underground. There's so much underground information. So much. But where but do you even start? Even digging underground. Like, where do I start? That sauce will be there. Yeah, a little taste of sauce going to be there. They're going to glorify <laughs> because one thing about it, I don't give a fuck. You going to big up like, man, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers be looking at me and my clique like we was just a shit. Well, it's a whole bunch of motherfuckers who simply was not. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't as good. The good times weren't as good as they felt, as good as they talked about now. And the bad times just wasn't so bad. That's just how life is. It's going to be some sauce. But at the end of the day, let's go to the Bible. One of the favorite, one of one of everybody's favorite books. The number one best-selling book of all time, as a matter of fact, the Holy Bible. It's been written. The one written written by man. Oh, it's been different. It's been written by King James. It's been written. You know, Thomas Jefferson got his version of the Bible. You know what I'm saying? People don't know that. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, how can I trust yeah. that man? Like, I'm going back to what I said earlier. But, but man is full of flaw and fallacy. Like, I can tell you anything. Like, I can have a baby right now and tell them all this great stuff that I did. Right. And they can't. They have no proof of, like, pulling my card on it. That's why you record history. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk about the Bible again. The crucifixion of Jesus, right? Three of his disciples supposed to have witnessed it, right? If you read the Bible, his last words, according to each of the three disciples, are different. His last words. One said, God, why do you say me? One said something else. One said something else. You know what I'm saying? It might just be me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, take a look at that. But at the end of the day, was he crucified? The end conclusion was, he was probably crucified at the end of the story. So, so you go with the basis and okay. you go with the actions okay. that they executed. So when you look at the founding, so-called founding fathers of this country, you look at the evidence, you look at the glorified evidence, you look at the negative evidence, and then you draw the conclusion based upon what they did, their works, and their bullshit. And it's going to be a happy medium right there, which is why books have to continuously be written. That's why. So you're not going to be satisfied with it. Oh, no. I don't know. I believe is... in God. I just don't believe in the Bible. If it's written by man, they need a bunch of he say, she say. Mm. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I, 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 I view the Bible as like, and I'm very religious, but I just really view it as like more of a teaching tool. Right. Like of how you should treat people, what you should do, you know, in certain situations. But like. Well, so you agree with Deuteronomy as a whole? 
I did read Deuteronomy. I started at page one of the Bible, actually. Right. I started at Genesis. And so you did. So you read Deuteronomy. I read Deuteronomy. And you read the part where he talked about whose guys to destroy, who to fuck over, who not to breed with, who to take the, the, the seven-year loan shit off of, who to kill, who not to kill. You read all that? Yes. And so, yeah. I, and okay. it's, it's, it's just interesting about, like, people. That's why I take the Bible as a teaching tool. Um, because it's just interesting of how people will throw the Bible in your face because and not a, and not do everything that it well, says within the Bible. Well, everybody sending in y'all out here eating meat. Mm-hmm. Y'all out here having sex before marriage. I know that's right. Well, those are just the big things. I'll even break it down a little. I want to say it was in Leviticus where it says a woman who is on their period is considered to be unclean. Mm-hmm. So she needs to take a pigeon or a dove mm-hmm. or some kind of bird snap their neck and um, give it to the Lord mm-hmm. and stay out of the church for uh, seven days. But y'all not doing that. And y'all Peter still wearing... going off about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all y'all like, oh, well, that's that's so extreme. But it's just like, y'all want to preach all that this there, specific. Though. Y'all want to take... <laughs> and that, don't get me started on, like, the homosexuality kind of thing because mm-hmm. I, I'm being generous when I say that. It's probably only about... 10 verses within the Bible that talk about sodomy. Mm-hmm. And if that was so important, why is there um only like 10 verses that talk about something like that versus 300 verses, over 300 verses that talk about love, mm-hmm. over 300 verses that talk about money? Like, you know what I mean? So you took, that's not even half. That's not even 1%. Yeah. But the so it's just is, like y'all pushing your own agenda, and that's why I'm like I can't I can't rock with certain things. But to wrap my opinions up, everybody's gonna have opinion at the end of the day. Your opinion has truth to it, no matter how wrong I think it is. Well, let's let's go back to the homosexuality thing one second for just one second, right? When we talk about Constantine, right? Constantine, Constantine in 300 AD, he was the one who put together the first books of the Bible. He had the Nicene Council, which came up with the Nicene Creed, where they decided to elevate Jesus from a man to a deity in this council, you see. And one of the problems that they was having was homosexuality was folding Rome. Because people were saying no, and others were saying yeah. And the reason why it was folding Rome is because emperors, you'd be walking down the street, you you a commoner, right? So let's just say you straight, and you and your husband and your little girl and your little boy is walking down the street, this, that, and the other, and one of the emperors want to fuck that kid. Oh, that kid's getting fucked. So that's one of the major problems that happened. So that's one of the major issues that was addressed in this concept of homosexuality being villainized, things of that nature. Homosexuality even exists in the animal kingdom. And yes, and I would say, just to piggyback upon that, like you get your great philosophers, such as like Aristotle and everything, mm-hmm. who were, and Plato, who were having sex with their male students to quote-unquote build a stronger connection. Right. And it's just like everybody has their own personal, brings me back to the opinion that I, I made uh, earlier, everybody has their own personal opinion, uh, to try to break the rules to get what they want to do. Yeah. Or perfecting that thing. Like, where does eunuchs come from? Eunuchs didn't exist in Africa. Eunuchs exist in Europe. Wh- who the fuck would think of some shit like that? You just trying to make a fucking capon chicken out yeah, of a fucking yeah. human? Yeah. That's some weird shit, you know what I'm saying? You want to cut this dude's nuts off so he can't mature into a man? What kind of shit is that? We don't do shit like that. That's obscene. But these but were that's the things. Your, that's your opinion. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Hold on, hold on. Somebody hold on. thought I, I, that I, I, was I, I, right, nah, which is nah, why I have to. You talking about so that's long. my opinion. Well, let's talk about female castration in Africa then. Yeah. You wanna agree with that, do you? No. Okay, I, I, no. I didn't say I agree with the thing you just said okay, uh, okay. just recently. I'm just, order, I just but say somebody, I'm just saying. But somebody, I'm just saying, like, yeah. Like, yeah, Both I have, I have the right to say that it's wrong, but somebody made it seem like it's right to push their own personal agenda. And that's what this world is. Not just America. That's this world in general. And it's just going to keep happening. It's just going to keep progressing. There's nothing new under the sun. So you can speak out against it, but somebody's always going to speak out against you as well. And they should, so we can maintain balance, because I don't give a goddamn what happens. Natural law is natural law. Shouldn't nobody be cutting nothing off nobody else against their damn will. Somebody come at you with a rusty knife, talking about, yeah, put, drop your pants. What oh, the fuck's going to happen? All right, then, you know what I'm saying? And I agree with you. That's bullshit. And this is another fucking conversation for a different day, because oh, yeah, it's sure just is. like, it's so many laws that exists within society that people view as right, people view as wrong. So where's the happy me? Somebody has to stand up for the rights, but somebody's always going to provide that pushback in a sense too. Right, and that's what, and that's why I just hate your fucking tone all the goddamn time. It's so much shit. <laughs> I'm just you smooth. Unless I like there is a right and a wrong. Goddamn. I feel like at the end of the day, y'all heard the episode. With you heard Diddy, the episode with the Diddy Kitty uh, when Kitty. I actually raised my voice probably for the first time, Church. and that's only because. It's like, I can accept that it is what it is, but when it comes to my core circle, when it comes to my family, I want you to be more educated. I want you to be like, you know what I mean? I care a little more because I'm tied to you a little more. Right. But in general, I have to take it as a grain of salt. So, you know, if I lose my cool, that means I really care about you, I really fuck with you, and I'm really passionate What's about What's about fucking about? time? Because you always want to be GQ smooth and shit laid <laughs> back, motherfucker. We need to see what the shit is, but... Again, we're going to wrap this thing up because it started with are we losing our generations yeah. and because we they don't give a fuck about the history. They we all don't give a fuck about some goddamn We yeah. did kind of stray. Yeah, we stray. You know what I'm saying? But hey, if you hate it, 48 gmail.com <laughs> give me your motherfucking input. You know what I'm saying? Or hit me up on Instagram, talk whatever shit you're going to talk. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about this social media shit like that. It won't <laughs> hurt my feelings. You're not bullying me, motherfucker. I grew up in an era where you really got bullied. So whatever you got to say, motherfucker, come on in. And before we close, I'd just like to ask, you know, uh, Green Eyes 1000, is there anything that you would just like to say to people? Anything at all? Final thought, like Jerry Springer. Final thought, like Jerry fucking Springer. <laughs> just be educated. Just get your education. That's all I need. That'll probably solve a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I, I can't agree with that, but all right. All right. Well... Close this motherfucker out there. You already know what's going on. It's GQ Smooth. That's GQ underscore SM0OTH on IG. And we are out. Peace.